Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Behind the Gloves. I'm Gassing, and I'm delighted to be joined by Matchroom Boxing CEO Frank Smith. How are you, pal? Yeah, very well, thanks, mate. Yourself? Yeah, very good. Um, I kind of want to start at the weekend just gone, uh, and I hope you catch my flow when I say this, but 2,500 punches. Mm. What fight? Amazing. Amazing. What a fight. Uh, I'd say probably the best fight I've ever seen live. And a few people asked me, were saying, how do you score it? And to be honest, I've, I don't score fights, but when it's like that, you're just sort of locked into the action. It was back and forth, wasn't it? And, you know, it certainly didn't disappoint. I'm glad you brought up, like, scoring, because obviously there was another card, uh, the 117-111, uh, going against Chocolatito. In your opinion, how, how, how do you get rid of this stuff? Because it's, it's, it's happened a few times now. Um, it's, it's, it damages a sport, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think and it, the, the action has to be led by the governing bodies, the sanctioning bodies, because ultimately, you know, we, we get a lot of stick about it, but, you know, we don't choose the officials. We, you know, otherwise it, it shouldn't work that way anyway. We shouldn't, we shouldn't be choosing who the officials are for the events. Um, but, you know, th- things do have to change. I think the, argue, the difficulty always is, is that someone ultimately argues that it's a subjective opinion, isn't it? Yeah. But if so many people have a different opinion to you on... On something then you know it, it, it's it's hard for the governing bodies etc to argue um what, the, what some of the officials do but i do know it's something that's being worked on at all levels by like i say the relevant parties um and, you know we'll continue to work with them as much as we can because ultimately we want the sport to come across in the best light and like you say it does affect things because people tuning in watching will say how, how, how does that come to that so um, something we're working on and something I know the governing bodies and sanctioning bodies are working closely on to try and try and improve things where they can, of course. Well, it's kind of going, going in the right way, isn't it? I think the WBA have um, kind of suspended that judge until they look into it. Uh, obviously, I don't know that side of things. I assume that's just normal. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we've had it as well in the UK where the board have, have uh, suspended a judge or sort of put them on hold until there's a until they have a hearing. And I think ultimately they'll, they'll watch back the fight and have that the relevant party 
sort of explain why they scored it the way they did. Um, and, you know, that, I suppose that's the only way you can really understand why why someone's done that. You know, it was wide. I think the fight could have gone either way. As I said, I didn't sit there scoring it myself, but it was so much back and forth that you couldn't have really argued who would have got the win. But, yeah, the, the, the scoring was, was too wide on that occasion for sure. And in, in regards to, like, what's next for both fighters, I know Rung Basai the night before has uh, become the mandatory as he won his fight over in Thailand. But what do you think's next for Chocolatia? He's still a great fighter. I think he's still still got plenty left. Yeah, for sure. No, look, we were, we were speaking to Rung Basai's team, as you mentioned. He was actually the mandatory back in, I think, sort of December. Wow. Um, and we, we, we agreed, all parties, you know, to do the Chocolatito Estrada fight on this occasion, the winner to fight. Rung Versailles. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of different routes that could, could be taken. Um, we could, you could look at doing a rematch again, but you know, Rung Versailles wants his shot, that is his fair shot to get a, 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 another go for that WBC belt uh, and now the WBA as well. So um, lots of different, lots of different ways it can play out, but I'm sure you'll see them all back in the mix again very soon. You know, we're, we're looking to do, uh, as you say, the Rung Versailles fight. You know, did a rematch again in time, but that, all those guys are always involved in entertaining fights. So, you know, lots to look forward to. And, and the last thing I want to kind of touch on those guys is each Rung Vasai, Estrada, Chocolatillo, three of the greatest fighters over the, of the lower weight divisions. They've all fought each other twice now. Um, do you think they get the that kind of credit they deserve? Like if they were welterweights, blimey, they'd be like global superstars. Do you think they get the credit they deserve? Uh, look, maybe not from outside of the core boxing audience. You know, within boxing, they are superstars. Yeah. Um, and that's, I suppose, our job to try and put push that out to the wider sports market and, and just show how good the, these these fighters are. Because as you say, they, they deserve to be stars. Um, and like I say, they are within, you know, within boxing fans. Chocolatito, for example, is a, is a hero, isn't he? Legend, he's absolutely. You know, so you know, I do think I do. There's always room for for their their profiles to grow for sure, and that's something we'll continue to do and continue to work on. Um, but you know, unfortunately, I think that's part of the sport as well. The heavier weights do get more and more interest. Um, but you know, we'll we'll continue to to push them, and I think you know they are big names, especially when you when you look at. I don't know if you saw the documentary piece we put together. Yeah. Um, in the lead up to the fight, and yeah. um, you look at sort of the, the career Chocolatito, especially he's had. Um, you know, he, he's a star, especially in his own country as well. So, you know, but something we'll always continue to work on and push because these guys deserve as much limelight as they could possibly get, especially with performances like Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like I, I kind of want to structure this interview, but I don't think it's going to go that way because uh, there's so much stuff I want to ask you about. Um, the next thing I want to ask you about is obviously we're going straight into another fight week. Uh, Lawrence Okoli obviously challenging uh, Christopher Glowacki for the WBO Cruiserweight title. Right, bring up a sour point. It's 2-0 to away fighters as it stands. Why is Lawrence Okoli different? Uh, I think we've seen some great improvements with Lawrence Okoli since he's been with Shane McQuigan. Um, looked really good, you know. Obviously, it wasn't the test we expected in his last fight, yeah. uh, very late notice, but he, he did look very good, and you can see the improvements he's made. Don't get me wrong; it's a, it's a hard fight against Kowaki. I just think now's Lawrence's time, and I, I truly believe he'll, he'll become Britain's next world champion. You know, as you say, it's been a uh, it's been a tough start to the year, of course. Um, you know, with uh, Lara beating Josh Warrington, 
then Avanesian got the win over Josh Kelly. But, you know, ultimately, I think it's it's only good for the sport oh, in the long run. You know, these great fights keep people in, intrigued. And again, you know, I think the fans, as providing the fighters give entertainment, which they do, the fans, you know, whether you win, lose or draw, if you give it your all, they respect that. And there's always a route back for you as well. So, but yeah, focusing on Lawrence himself, I think he's got, I think he's got all the, all the skills and all the attributes to go out there and win, win the Cruiserweight World title on Saturday. And just to touch on a couple of other fights on that bill, uh, obviously Anthony Fowler's back on that bill. He's fighting uh, for Terra, I think, when he was top 15 and one of the top 15 uh, in the world, in the super worldweight division. Uh, and the people, I, I, it's an important fight for him because they always talk about the fight before the big fight is is the important one because that's the one you need to get through. Um, how do you think he does on Saturday night? And can we see him in a ring with Fitzgerald at some point this year? Yeah, look, that's definitely the plan to make that rematch with Fitzgerald for sure. Um, Fowler obviously had to pull out originally from the previous state. I think he, he had COVID. Um, so it's good to get him back scheduled very quickly. And it just shows, you know, he stayed fit, stayed in the gym. And the Fortier fight was one that was made, as I say, I think for one of our February shows. Yeah. So to get it back on so quickly is great. And, and I think, you know, he, his aim is to stay active. And it, like I say, he wants that Fitzgerald fight. And I'm sure it will happen. But great time in the light middleweight division as well. There's a lot of intriguing fights out there for, you know, both Fowler and Fitzgerald um, to, to look forward to. You've got Conway, you've got Cheeseman's fight and Metcalf, obviously, so the winner of that. Solis Zoko fought at the weekend as well. Um, you know, real, real exciting time. So lots of big fights for all those guys. When's Scott next back out? Scott Fitzgerald? Yeah. He, he's supposed to be fighting on April 10th. There's a small okay. chance it could be pushed back slightly, but yeah, he, he's back out. He's going to be back out very soon. And finally, on that card, uh, the last fight I want to speak to you about is uh, Bill and Smith. Obviously, he, I think he's fighting for the WBA Continental Cruiserweight title, right? Is he still the Commonwealth champion? Is he defending that title, or is that has that been vacated? He, he's not. He's, he's not. He hasn't vacated it, but we can okay. find a applicable opponent within the time. So he's fighting Dukar, which is actually a real, real good test for him. So it's a good fight. Um, it's unfortunate that we couldn't do the Dion Juma fight. It's one we've been working on for a long time for the British and Commonwealth. But you know, we'll aim to try and get that scheduled at uh, you know, another point. But yeah, he's still got the Commonwealth belt. But his, his focus is uh, this Saturday against Duca and as you say, for the WBA belt. And kind of swiftly moving on, I know you mentioned uh, the April 10th card. Uh, a big announcement, uh, I think it was last night or the night before, Shannon Courtney against Ebony Bridges. Uh, that that fight's been didn't boiling over for a little while now. I know they've had a little bit of back and forth, and I know that fight was talked about. I think last year, but what a fight! What what a step in at four weeks' notice. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that. How, how did did she know that she was was she kind of like on standby, or was it just she was approached and bang, deal was sorted out? Yeah, I don't know if you saw sort of Rachel Ball put out an interview yeah, as well about yeah. what's been going through with, with COVID. So I was obviously trying supposed to make the. Uh, Courtney ball fight um, and you know early on in the year she got COVID so we delayed it and as time sort of transpired she unfortunately hasn't been well enough to be you know to keep training and um, so you know hopefully she's back and better in the gym soon for Rachel um, but yeah Ebony was had her fight actually at the weekend yeah. um, and we'd spoken to her a couple of weeks ago even maybe before, about stepping in if Rachel wasn't going to be ready. She'd obviously been fit and training for her fight in Australia. 
And now she's, yeah, she's gone straight over to, I think, Philadelphia. She trains in full time. She's gone straight there, get ready for, for the camps. That's it. You know, it's a great fight. Shannon also looked in, looked really good in her last performance. Um, so really looking forward to that one. Excited for that fight. Uh, dangerous move, though, because we saw it with Andy Ruiz. He kind of, he beat Dimitrenko and then five weeks later he was in against AJ. And it's the same type of scenario here, isn't it? She's just won like a national title four weeks later. Now she's she's in shape. Like there's none of this cutting kind of weight or building muscles or kind of sharpening up the tools. They're already pretty sharp. So it's a dangerous move and a great, great fight. Great fight. Yeah, no, great, great fight. But that's what we want to deliver. You know, you, unfortunately, sometimes you can't help late minute replacements, you know, last minute changes. But as you say here, um, Ebony's been training, had the fight and straight back onto it. So you know, it's going to be a great fight. Looking forward to it. And just to, Touching on the, the main event of that card, Conor Ben against Samuel Vargas. Is this the right step for Conor? Yeah, for sure. We saw how Conor performed in, I think it was November now, against Formella. It really showed improvements uh, from, from his last fight. And I, it's a fight, Samuel Vargas is a fight he's wanted for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, Con Conor's in a great position now. He, he does big numbers on, on Sky. And, uh, yeah, looking forward to getting him back out there because... He really, he's the one who's pushing himself. You know, he obviously had a coming through, you know, it took a long period of time of learning fights, et cetera, but he's only young. And now he feels he's in a position to really take the next step. So it's an exciting fight. And uh, Connor's always entertaining, isn't he? But really showed how he's come along in his last fight. So looking forward to seeing further improvements now. Is a Josh Kelly fight dead? Those two? Uh, I, 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 look, I think Josh Kelly obviously went in there, took a real tough test against David Avenesian. He's always shown that he's willing to take step ups, did the same with Robinson as well. Um, and, you know, we'll have to see what Josh Kelly does now. I think probably most likely he'd look to move to 154, mm -hmm. I'd guess, um, and get some wins there. But who knows what can happen in, in, in the next few years? Maybe it's not going to happen this year, but maybe in time it could do. Um, as things progress, but you know, some real exciting fights out there for Conor Ben. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, and a week after, obviously, we've got the fight, uh, Demetrius Andre against Liam Williams. Obviously, Williams isn't a big name in the US, but us over here in the UK, we know we can fight. He's a tough, tough man. Um, how do you think that fight plays out? Do you think Williams has a chance, or is Demetrius just on another level? I think Liam Liam believes in himself and believes he can go out there and win the fight, which is which is great to see. He's worked worked all this time to get this mandatory shot, um, but Demetrius believes he's on another level, um, and you know Demetrius wants to step on following this fight to even bigger 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 names, bigger fights. So we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's a really exciting one, and you know Liam Williams is going to bring it, um, and it's going to be a great fight. So. I think great fight for the, for the UK fans as well. And uh, glad we could get it done. Um, but, you know, I'm excited for that one. And uh, Liam, like I say, Liam is, is not holding anything back. There's been a lot of hate, not of hate, maybe is the wrong word, but there's been a lot of back and forth between the two of them. So I'm looking forward to fight week as well. Oh, it makes for great entertainment. Is there much you can tell us about the, uh, the undercard on that one? We're just working through it all now. There's going to be some announcements soon. Um, so yeah, a few, few good fights on there and, uh, look, yeah, as I say, announce that probably towards the end of this week. Uh, and a hot, hot potato, hot topic at the moment, you sick Joyce, has mm. there been any development kind of on that? Are, 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 what's, what's going on with the kind of negotiations? Are, is it angling towards a fight happening? 
Uh, I, to be honest, don't know too much about it. Um, I know it's being spoken about at the moment, but no further developments. And I'm sure has been spoken about by a number of different people around, you know, uh, potential deals, potential first bids, etc. But no, no further info as far as I'm aware just yet. And what I, I want to ask this question just because I want to go to the fight. Is there any information that like, you can tell us about the White Povetkin fan situation? Because uh, I know Eddie mentioned it a couple of times that fans might be able to fly over and there might be some in attendance. Yeah, I, th I think there will be fans in attendance, which is working through it all now. Um, Oop, gone. Sorry, my, my phone just rang. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing this on my phone. My, my laptop camera's broken. So no. um, yeah, there will be fans in attendance. Um, but I when it comes to actually traveling to Gibraltar, I don't think, you know, at that point, unless the government's suddenly change their their uh, review of travel. I don't think that's going to be available to, you know, currently it's only for admitted reasons. But like I say, we're working towards fans in attendance for local people in Gibraltar, who live in Gibraltar. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, fine. Um, and Canelo Saunders, do we have a venue? Uh, hoping to announce later this week. Obviously, there's a few options in Vegas and the AT&T in Dallas. Uh, that we're looking into now. So next few days, I'm sure you'll see an announcement on that one. Uh, and what do you make of Billy Joe? Like we know he likes to play mind games, but there's been a lot of posts about him weighing 95 kilograms. He's had the flu. That he's just going over there to basically take a picture with Canelo and lie down and take the money. And what do you make of all that stuff? Uh, it depends what day you get him on. Well, because he, he said previously, uh, he could have taken the Billy uh, the Canelo fight in november december last yeah, year yeah. but do you remember he came out and said i'm not gonna i want to be the best i want to be fit i'm not going into this just for the money so it's uh, it's what day you get him on i, I know billy joe he's tra he's training hard but it's, it's quite it's quite funny following all the developments and especially the u.s media i'm not sure they quite get his sarcasm yeah, on it but uh it's, he's a he's a funny character and he's always entertaining um but i, I i'm I feel rest assured that he's going to turn up in absolute peak condition and can't wait for that fight. It's, uh, it's a real exciting one, unification, and uh, one step closer for either of those guys to go and win all the belts. I think Canelo released, uh, I think when Aztec TV was either today or yesterday, that he's that he's really likes working with you guys and he sees a partnership lasting a very long time. Is there anything you can tell us about that? Is there like kind of a set amount of deals? Is it kind of like a rolling thing? Yeah, look, we're, it's quite public knowledge. We, we've got a two-fight deal with him, you know, Yildirim and then the Billy Joe fight. It's great working with him. Um, he's, a, he's a great character to be around. You know, he's, uh, he, what he's done for the sport and, you know, how long he's been around for. I think people forget, like, how many years no, yeah. this, this guy's been around for and he's, he's now sort of at the peak of his career. So it's great to be involved with the, the biggest names in the sport. Um, and, you know, hopefully we can continue to work with them. He's a, he's, a, he's a great person to deal with and his team are great to deal with as well. So, you know, it's, uh, it's what our business is all about, working with the biggest stars. Um, you know, I know there's been a lot of talk about like Billy Joe, Canelo, but ultimately we, we want to be involved with all the biggest fighters because we want to make the biggest fights for the people we represent. Um, so, you know, we, we just want great fights and we want the sport to continue building. And uh, the only way we do that is by putting on great nights, great shows and working with the best talent out there. 
uh, and I'm glad you uh, kind of mentioned wanting to work with like kind of the greatest fires. Um, and it's the last kind of topic I want to touch on before we finish. But news broke yesterday that uh, Anthony Joshua and both Tyson Fury have uh, signed their contracts to fight. Um, how excited about, are you about that? I know there's some other things that I know. It's been in the news that site fees still need to be agreed and yada, yada, yada. But it's going in the right direction, right? Yeah, look, there is still a lot of work that needs to be done on that fight. Um, you know, site being the key one, date, uh, broadcast discussions, etc. So there's a lot, lot of detail that needs to be go to go into. But I think it's a positive step that everyone's moving in the same direction and wants the fight to happen. I do, I do truly believe that all parties and the fact of, um, you know, the, the news that came out is a good sign that it's moving in the right direction for the fight to happen. But like I say, a lot of work still to be done. Um, and that's why we didn't, it wasn't really, it wasn't an announcement. Obviously, it came out everywhere as if the yeah. fight was done, signed, sealed, delivered in, you know, in all centres and there were no questions. But like I say, still a lot of work to be done, but positive steps that the biggest fight in world boxing can happen and touch wood will happen. Uh, and what do you make of Tyson Fury's comments? I, I think he said in the MPK show last week that he stopped training. He's trying to, uh, not his exact words. I don't want to get in trouble. Kind of like he, in the lines of he's trying to up his stellar count from 10 to 12. <laughs> it didn't look like he was drinking stellas that night. <laughs> uh, no, no I, just, I, just, I just think Tyson, you know, he's a great, uh, showman and he's great at selling things and you know it's maybe it's all part of the the mind games etc but you know he he wants this fight as well I think everyone wants this fight to happen so I'm quite sure that Tyson Fury is still training and still you know still wants to become the undisputed champion everyone champion of the world um, so you know you have to take it all with a pinch of salt I think but I don't know I don't speak to him so I'm not sure uh, and the last thing, I'm not going to ask you who wins that fight because I know what you're going to say. But how does AJ do it? Knocks him out. Knocks him out. Have you got a round? No, I was just going to say he knocks him out. I think AJ knocks him out, becomes the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world, then knocks him out again. <laughs> okay, fair enough. That's a good assessment. Well, Frank Smith, thank you very much for talking to us here at Behind the Gloves. Hopefully we'll catch up with you at one of the Matchroom shows uh, in the future, hopefully sooner rather than later. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate your time. Appreciate it. Thanks, mate. Speak Thanks, to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.